Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareka. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, cview1111 at gmail.com, or visit our website, cview1111.net. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. And welcome everybody to see you the Laravel show. This is a show where intuitive medium Laravel reads to callers and listeners, and we are open our lines so people can call or you can post your questions on chat room. Or even if you're listening and you have your Facebook account with you, you can private message Claudia Pureco and send me your question. Many ways to contest. Have you ever wondered what is the difference between having empathy and being an empath? Well, according to some um, researchers, having empathy means our heart goes out to another person in joy or in pain. But for empaths, it goes much farther. Empaths actually feel others' emotions, energy, and physical symptoms in our own bodies as if they were theirs. And sometimes they don't have the right defenses against this. If you think about that, and what we are living right now, this pandemic, this is very important and pertinent to understand because maybe as an empath, you're going through tough times. But let's bring Lara so she can tell us a little bit about herself and empath and some of the strategies that she has found successful for her life. Hey, Lara, how are you? Hello, Claudia. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Uh, we're doing good. Good, good. 
a little bit on the I want to go out kind of person, some kind of point in my life. But another one, well, understanding that this is not forever. And, and there are many lessons that we are every day finding out about why the world or the, um, existence has this uh, era as we're living right now, right? Yes, definitely. It was, it, I would say there's a lot of sharp learning curves for a lot of people right now, particularly with, you know, as a world, what we've been through. You know, have we not been, you know, told to go indoors and, you know, be locked down and stuff? And then we've been more aware about how we've been processing stuff, how we're feeling about that, how we're feeling about people and getting clearer and a lot of things. A lot of gifts in that too. But it has brought about, brought about, some um, different issues, as I think you'll agree as well, Claudia. It's making us work harder in a lot of different areas, isn't it? It does. It is. So how has it been for you lately? Well, um, you know, it's, it's 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 a funny thing because even though we are kind of getting used to the new world, it still surprises me, like, like it, I still find, uh, I'm still perplexed on the whys and hows, and um, even though we, in, in our lives, we have had, it's pretty much like you, we are in a cocoon, that's how I feel, like we are in a cocoon in a way separate. But at the same time, we're together. So, so you're trying to involve yourself in life and not let other things uh, come into that cocoon. But it is hard. It, it's every time they, you, you have a new reason why not to believe you're protected and the light is not strong enough. That's right. Yeah, if, if we've been living a life where we've needed external stuff all the time, you know, to input and fill a void in our life, then of course we're going to, you know, feel it, even if we weren't aware of it, by the way. You know, the amount of people, like, people are starting to go back to work from today in Scotland here. You know, there's still a lot of heavy restrictions in place. They can go to somebody else's house and, um, you know, mix with, you know, up to six members of the same family. But we're not allowed to go, we can't travel to England, right? We've got to stay in our own country, in our own area. So, um that's posing a bit of problems, but people like you're saying have been cocooned, and some people like my son, he was meant to go back to work today, and he was like, oh God, he wasn't really, you know, wanting to go back. So I think it's let, and he wasn't the only one, by the way. I think people have started to appreciate sometimes not necessarily having to go out and receive external stimulation in some way shape or form right and people are rethinking about what they do for a living as well right i've had so many people at the last week or so even doing my lives and stuff the amount of people that, that are either wanting to move are, are are going to be moving right and things are in motion or certainly if they weren't thinking about it before they certainly are thinking about it now you know, and that's just tip of the iceberg. The other one is um, maybe I've been doing the wrong thing work-wise and perhaps I should be doing something else work else that's more befitting for me work-wise. And so they're doing a lot of soul-searching on that. 
Yeah, no, yeah, and, and that in our case, that if you had asked us three months ago that we were leave, uh, moving, I would have said, no, it's not a good time. And then we're moving. We just got a new house, and we're in the process of moving, even when I didn't even plan it. Like, like yeah, things are, are changing very fast. Your situation, circumstances, our thought process, the way we understand life is changing, and we have just to embrace change because even things that I'm saying today as truth for me, tomorrow they're going to be different. And 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 it amazing. It's like I surprised myself. I'm like, oh, now I changed again. It it it, it looks like I'm crazy. <laughs> really, when that, you're transforming at a remarkable rate. Yeah, I know, but but you know, it, it, it for people. I I I am one of those people that tend to be very um, serious and structure and things like that. But now I'm finding myself changing and even my perspective, and which is fun, and I it's okay. But it's funny that even the way that you define yourself is changing. The way that you saw yourself is changing. Everything that you thought of the world has changed tremendously, and it's not going back. Absolutely. It's just even the way, even the way that we see other people, mm-hmm. that's changed as well. I think not just the world, but people that even round about us that we thought were one way, that's changed too. You know, you were saying about the house move, you know, as you know, we... Um, had a manifesting group going and I think the last time that we, we spoke, the last thing you were saying was in actual fact that you were um putting the energy into like magnetizing the house and it was right for you and lo and behold you did it. Yeah. You did it. Yeah, it was it was Great. funny. It was funny that way because it pretty much but in January that we talked, the yeah. house wasn't wasn't even there. Exactly. So that's the thing is that it's changing. Everything is changing in a way that we don't have in even the understanding. And and yeah. I think Laura, in my in the way that I feel the world or the way that I understand the world is we are changing way faster that our mind can adapt. So pretty much it's just let it go, change let let yourself change and then your brain is catching up. Because our brains, our human brains, are not as advanced as our consciousness is, correct? Yes, absolutely. It's a bit like um, the brain being the hardware and the software is continually trying to update it. (laughs) (laughs) But we were talking about empaths, and we have some colors here. And do you want to see if any of those, what what are their issues going on and let's try to adapt to uh, our topic of the day. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll just, like, like you're saying, empath and empathy are, are very different, um, really, because we have empathy when we're having empathizing over somebody else's situation. But being an empath means that we operate entirely on a, in a different place. You know, the way that we see the world, the way that we process information through our sensory system you know as well and the way that we intuitively process that to mean something for us can actually pose a few problems but also be great in other areas so yes let's take a couple of callers and see what's happening out there 
Okay, so let's go to Alabama first, and let's bring Patricia to the show. And I'm going to take some other names while you start the conversation. Okay, we've got Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Miss Laura. Thank you, ladies, um, for taking my call. Um, I wanted to to, um, know if I'm, um, may I ask for a general read, please? Say that again, sorry, Patricia. Uh, may I ask for a general read, please? Thank you. Claudia, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I just didn't understand what you were saying. What 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 was the question that you were asking, Patricia? Sorry. Oh, okay. I was asking um, for a general read. Oh, a read. Right, I read. Okay, I thought we were talking about empathy and em- and being an empath and stuff today, right? Okay, so usually um, it's not like a general read. You would probably need to ask a question. Um, of, oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so well, do you think we're um, an empath? Do, do you think we're an empath, Patricia? Did you ask me, am I, or do I know yes. we're an empath? Do you feel you're an empath? Um. You know what, that's, um, I do feel, um, I people are feeling, know things about them or what's going on. Yeah. Um, that I have been having these feelings and, um, seeing double numbers um, within the last five months. Okay. Um, almost like an awakening of yeah, some kind. Well done. Well done. Good. And, yes, and I'm starting to pay more attention um, to my surroundings um, and things that are happening. So I'm not sure if that qualifies me as an empath, but um, yes, I I have been um, seeing the signs and um, okay. having those those intuition well, type of feelings. Yeah. Where, where are you calling from, Patricia? I'm calling from Alabama. Ooh. Okay. So what question would you like to ask today? Um, well, I wanted to um, know about love. Um, I've been out of a relationship for about two years now, and I have been dating off and on, but no one seems to really pique my interest, and I just want to see what do you see and feel okay. around that area for me um, okay. when it comes to... Yeah, no problem. I picked some cars, oddly enough. Um, we actually have med- a medical card here, and we've got the lover's card. So I, we picked the perfect cards while you were talking, which is good. Um, what star sign are you, Patricia? When, do you, when what birth sign are you? Aquarius. Aquarius. Oh, God, you're the third Aquarius today that I've spoken to. So it definitely must be about Aquarius. We've got the age of Aquarius, about, I think it's the 17th of December this year. Right, so you'll find that this is rebooting yourself. The universe, probably with all the signs that you're seeing, is letting you see it. But the awakening, you're coming, 
um, being more spiritually awake, what you need and what you your system is looking for is probably going to be different to how you know what it was looking for in a relationship even six months ago, never mind two years ago. But here, um, the cards are talking about um, moving house. All right, meeting a guy. All right, he's a looks like he's a Pisces or Aries, round about that time of the year here. And it says that you'll meet him um, online, all right? And then you get on so well that you'll meet in person as well, and you really connect. It looks like it's the sense of humor that you're connecting with, right? A good humor, right? He's, he's sensitive and he's caring, um, and also very hardworking as well. I think he's been through a phase of being um, signed off work not well, but he's... He, he's was back at work before the lockdown happened anyway. And I feel that was a lot to do with a previous relationship. So I think he's maybe got, you know, he's sensitive himself and, you know, he can get down about things himself, but also very upbeat when the times are really good, he's very upbeat as well. So really the short answer to that is you are about to meet somebody the end of July, August, all right? There's not that far mm -hmm. away. We're nearly in June. Um, he's either involved in a medical profession um, at some point where his career's concerned, right? So he also has a big amount of empathy too. He's been to a phase of not being well, um, largely to do with, I think, probably dealing with too much over a long period of time, but he's certainly made a, a good effort at healing and he's really stepped into who he is right now. And what's more, he believes in love, which is just goes a massive way of saying that he's a great guy. Ah, that is very interesting because I start the nursing program in August. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Very interesting. Which program is this? Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you, Laura. program was that? I didn't hear you again. Um, program, which program is it you've applied for in August? Oh, it's um the R. Wow. Well, there you go. The timing is right. Okay, yes. well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Patricia. I really appreciate it. Thank you thank so you. much for taking my call, Laura. I am a first-time caller, so thank you very much. Um, God bless, and please stay God safe. bless you as well. Thank, thank you, you so much. Don't be a stranger. I look forward to speaking to you again. Take care. Yeah, Thanks. and let us know when you meet Mr. Right, call us back and let us know. We'd love to hear the stories. And also, um, Lara, because we're talking about empath and Patricia being an empath herself, awakening empath, how do you, Lara, suggest that she would feel in her body when she knows, when she meets Mr. Wright? How is it that an empath feels when they have a a good connection is it in their stomach is it butterflies is it how how does it happen for an empath well because because the empath it's a collection of senses through the sensory system you know where all the meeting point actually happens but talking to other empaths as well generally it's the gut reaction right it's the um solar mm -hmm. plexus right there's a definite defined feeling of that's it that's it there's a knowing that takes place, right? You may find you're you behaving 
in a completely different way, right, as you would do normally, right? Because if you were to say to a non-empath you felt this way about somebody that you met, right, empaths generally are non-visual people. They don't really take on board how people look visually. It's more to do with how they feel about that person. Right, and they get the, the fluttery feeling, you know, in the heart chakra as well. So it's like an alignment of all the chakras, but predominantly when you speak to the empath, they get feelings, they get tingles all over their body, but it's the solar plexus and the gut reaction that really lets them know that they've met the right person. And that kind of solid, high vibe feeling, this is it. Wow. And, and, and you know, when I met Mr. Wright, my Mr. Wright, I even heard you will marry him. So, yes. So you did. Yeah, I did. So I'm saying this, so Patricia, just keep your senses alert and, and be open to receiving your message when you find the right person. Because you never know, right, Lara? It's, it's like sometimes it comes Absolutely. one way and sometimes Absolutely. it comes the other way and sometimes it's just being open to receiving. Open to receiving and understand that love is a journey, right? It's not a destination. Um, and it's that open to experiencing that relationship, you know, along the way. That's what empaths particularly are interested in. It's the experience of the journey and the relationship. But as if you talk to non-empathic people, non-empaths, they will talk about, I've got to have a relationship. You know, they focus and fixate on the relationship and think it's the, the be-all and end-all that they've got to get to that. But it, it, it's not for an empath, it's the other way around. When I met my, my guy, I'm an empath, I, I got a train ticket, I heard his voice. I didn't even know what he looked like, right? We met through a mutual friend on a Skype call and I got a, a ticket down to Cardiff and I jumped on the train and I didn't come back, right? I followed <laughs> the voice, the energy and the feeling in that voice. Yeah, even the voice has an energy, right? It has a, a vibration from it, right? And empaths are very good at interpreting um, the, the energy and the voice of somebody else without actually seeing it. You're probably better blindfolding yourself, actually. Takes out the whole <laughs> eye altogether. You feel much, much more then, don't you, Claudia? <laughs> yeah, we do. So... Let's go to Laura. She's in New Jersey. Let's see our friend, Laura Bientas. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How can I help you today? Um, just wondering what you might see for me around being able to get back to work. Uh, I'm looking for and applying for work with companies where I know I could start working remote. Just wondering yep. what you might do for that. Okay. What, what date are we on just now? Right, so we're actually in Gemini, aren't we, at the moment? Right. Gemini, in mid June, Cancer, June, July. Yeah. June 1st, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking, God, where are we? I've lost all track of time. That's what happens when you're isolating <laughs> yourself. I know. <laughs> yeah. We have yeah. noticed the double double numbers actually creeping up the last few days, but. Here, we've got a new job contract. It's got virtual here. Now, I believe this is something that possibly you've heard about the end of April, May, but the opportunity doesn't look like it's coming into play until the end of June, beginning of July. But it's definitely there, Laura. 
because I've got the the legal card here, which is to do with contracts, you know, to do with employment and, and stuff like, and keeping things balanced. So have patience, everything, you're going to be able to pull this off, right? And what I'm going to say is an empathic about vibing it in. It's having that knowing feeling in your solar plexus, stepping into that and just knowing, getting up and creating the energy round about you in order to help the alignment take place. Laura, is it something I've already applied for then? Yes. Okay, great. All right, the end of April, May. And we've just come out of Taurus, I think a week ago. Was that a week ago? Yeah. So basically over the last um, four weeks or so, you've applied for this. Okay, great. Because there is, there is one that you're actually keen on waiting to hear back on, I think, aren't you? Yeah, there's a few. Um, oh, okay. Back. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know that if you throw enough mud at a wall, something will stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Thank part you, of it. And it's okay. good to play in that area, do it in a playful energy, you know, as well of... You know that, that you know that one of those, right? You're vibing towards it anyway, even as we're talking, probably your intuition will go towards that. And so, you know, throw the applications out and then get up and create the physical energy round about that so your magnetic energy will pull it in. Okay. Okay. okay definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And because this is gonna it's gonna work out, right? And I think it is the best thing for it. Mind you, it's the way the world's going at the moment, isn't it? Taking and uh, work more online and virtual. Yes, I think so too. We've all got to like staying at home now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I that more companies are going to see that it actually works pretty well, and yeah. I think more will adopt it. Exactly. A lot of us were thinking, you know, once you get Zoom and Skype and you know, get video calls and that, even doctors are doing their consultations by video calls and stuff. You know, there is no need to actually be there in person a lot of the time. Well. Some, somewhat, I think that for physicians, I think they're they have to sometimes press on your stomach and feel and um, actually examine your body, examine your body and stuff. So I'm not so sure about that physician distance thing. That kind of worries me. I think yeah. a lot can get overlooked with that. The thing is, you see, if your your intuition's developed, you can feel that without touching it. Right, well, so if yeah. Right, if, if you're into their intuition, they can they can impact. They can actually go in and feel the energy and feel there without actually physically being there. But maybe we're a long way off that yet, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Struggle to make that leap. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Thanks, Laura. No problem, Laura. Thank you so, so much. much. And take care. Bye. Bye. You, you too. Bye. Bye. Hi, Lauren. Thank you for calling. Okay, so now let's go to Georgia and let's bring Regina to the show. Hi, Georgia. Oh, sorry. Hi, Regina. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? <laughs> I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I, um, I'm calling about the last caller about um, a job. Or career. Um, I am working right now, so that's good, and I'm working from home. But um, I want to see when this the next opportunity come, and if you can pick up what field or description. What what um what star sign are you, Regina? What what now? I'm sorry. What star sign are you? 
What ast- astrological sign? What birth sign are you? Um, um, Capricorn. All right. Right, okay then. I'm always quite fascinated to find out, you know, who's got... I forgot to ask Laura what she was. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have medical... Have you worked in a medical environment before? I am working with a health insurance company now. Ah, right. Contract work. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay then. So do you think your contracts might not be renewed? Do you have to actually go into work physically or can you do that from home? Because this is more like staying at home and doing it virtually. Yes, I actually I am working from home right now. Uh, we, I was working in the office, but since this happened, the pandemic, so I've been working from home. Um, but like you said, a contract is extended to October. But um, they just keep extending because I've been – with this company maybe almost almost a year and a half. Yeah. So they're just like taking it so far and extending it again so they don't like to commit mm-hmm. to saying that you know, indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Well I hate to tell you they're probably extending it again. You know that don't you? You just know it. Right? <laughs> We've got yeah. Newman, yeah, Newman's a new beginning so that's like in three weeks time but I've got to say you're already working in the health industry. I'm feeling very much that, that you know that's what you're going to carry on doing and um this job, from what I can see, is going to be extended for at least another two to three years here, at least. Doing the same position? <laughs> when you see the same position, it says the fire sign after Leo is, is Sagittarius. So it says that there's actually well, what I would call there's a promotion then. Right? Okay. So there's a different position, right? In the health industry, like the health insurance industry that you're in, it's coming up in November, December. But that will probably give you more permanence, I was going to say. It's definitely giving you more money. Oh. You okay. are good at, you're good at what you do, Regina. You're good at what you do. So they're not going to get rid of you. In fact, quite the opposite. I think that company that you're working for particularly is expanding. Right, right. I just... Okay. Um, and I understand, like I said, with the pandemic going on, I know um, I'll still be in the position that I'm in. I'm just hoping, like, the early, look at me, hoping early part of fall, it will start being some shift because I want, like, permanency, stability, instead of just, like, not getting paid for certain days that I'm off or, you know, things like that, or holiday pay. Well, even though that contract, like you're saying, they're extending it anyway, but I've got to say, I know by December you've got a permanent contract, right? And so all that, whether it's going to be, you know, days, you know, they're not paying you for certain days and stuff like that, that's going to go by the by. It looks like you're getting your permanent contract, so you'll have stability then, which I think probably, you know, it's going to make you feel much better than you have been, that's for sure. Because I think it's making it hard for you to get enthusiastic with the job, isn't it? Mhm. It's like like when I do apply for a position in the company, it's just like so much red tape. I'm like, oh my gosh. And like with the department that I'm in, it's not really like a lot of positions that's going to be open in that area. So I'm like, and I and I really don't want to be in this department. I'm just, no. I, re- I think I have I've grown it. So um, I'm just yeah, trying to find yeah. It'll mean that you can move as well, right? It'll mean that you've got a bit like permanence and it's got stability in your life so you can grow as a woman in other areas. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Exactly. And so what I would do with that is I would throw some applications out to other types of work anyway, right? Just to just to distract all the negative energy that seems to be coming in, you know, to that. I think this company's left a better taste, you know, in you because of the way that they've kind of they've manipulated the situation a little bit. That that is my feeling. But I've got to say that you do you're very good at what you do. And I, I know that um, November, December, you've got a permanent contract. So let's fast track this a bit by, you know, gathering, growing your magnetic energy in your own personal vortex, right? Which means mm-hmm. to physically get active, right? Be defined about what you want as well and step into that warrior woman that I know that you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. You've lost a bit of confidence. Right, and I'm even though we're talking about the job, I think this is more to do with a relationship that you've lost the confidence in, and so it's been a bit hard. You've kind of been limping along in your personal life, just trying to make ends meet and stuff. But you know what, Regina? I think you're stepping into your power over the next six to eight weeks, right? And that's going to work some tiny miracles for you. Mm, okay. So yeah, don't, be, been, don't be afraid to be who you really are. Remember who you really are. You're right. I am doing it a lot on my own, and I have kids, and I've been divorced five years, so it's like, and I'm, you know, by myself, you know, as a romantic. You're doing, you know, you're doing an amazing job. You're doing an amazing <laughs> job. You're tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just tired. I'm tired, women. That's what you are. Right. So... So, but no more, right? You get up, you get the hair on, you get the face on, right? And you, you know, uh-huh. like my mom tells me, when a woman changes her life, she changes her hair, right? That's mm-hmm. always the first thing. So we've got to get the hair sorted, right? Get, get the hair looking different, right? Reinvent Regina. That's what we need to do here. You're an amazing woman, right? You're a Capricorn. Capricorns always get married the first time just because they think they should. But mm-hmm. the second guy that makes them want to get married that's true love. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So step away from yeah. anything complicated, right? Because you deserve better. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. But I, I'm definitely much better than I was uh, five years ago. So oh, I'm God. definitely better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You're awesome. You've got a great nature, amazing energy, right? And this new relationship's coming along in July, right? Which is something that you didn't ask. You were asking about your career, but the relationship side of things in July and August, right? That, those cards look like they're spiking, right? So you're stepping into some sort of amazing energy at that point. And love is the most, that's the most powerful energy that you can get, really. That that stuff changes Right, exactly. Because I was talking to someone, and then you know it, it just went somewhere. I'm like, okay, so hey, it went. Then it's his loss, his loss. Yeah. Mhm. Exactly. So basically, okay. you look at him like a teething ring. You 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 got your confidence back, right? You were teething on him. You know, like a baby with a teething ring for the thing. Because you have to you have to gain your confidence, you know, from that the marriage that you were in before, right? Get get some parts of Regina back. Find out how you work and if you do work still, okay? And you've done mm-hmm. that. So he was never for forever. He was a flake. Yeah. He was a flake. Right. That flake. one went south, so he did. 
his loss, right? But this guy, this guy in July, in July, August. Uh-huh. <laughs> now he's going to be talking business. I think he's got his own business as well, this guy. And so he's much more worthy for you. Oh, that's awesome. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Bring it on. Right, that's a new hair, new lippy, and we're sorted. There we go. Somebody's got something going on, right? That's right. Yeah. Regina, thank you so much for calling in. Listen, do call back. Thank you. Oh, I will. Yeah, I love that. I will. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you. Okay, so now let's go to Florida and bring Lisa to the show. Hello. Hi. Sorry, I missed your name. Hi. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I I I missed your name. What's your name, please? Oh, my name is Liza. Liza. Yes. Oh, lovely name. Is that with a Z? Oh, fabulous. Thank you so much for calling in. So how can I help you today, Liza? Um, well, I'm really like kind of in a bit of a life change, and I was just wondering, I really am trying to get this job, and I just was wondering if it's going to go that way. I'm feeling a disconnect with that job. Really? Oh, darn. Are you feeling the disconnect? A little bit, or it's, well, it's taking a long time for the reviewing process. I was just about to hear, there's a timing issue is what I'm saying. That's exactly, you You, you just said it before me when you said it's taking a long time. There's a timing issue. I feel that there's a lot of changes. Whoever, what company or what place um, are trying to get the position filled, I feel, and I mean, things are delayed anyway, you know, with this, you know, isolation thing and people not being able to work like they're supposed to, short-staffed and what have you. But I'm feeling that that's probably what's causing the disconnect. Okay. Right. And so, let's see, I'm going to pick another card here. Okay, so we've got July, August, right? So when were they wanting this position filled by? You just said it, July. Oh, there you go. Woohoo! hallelujah. So, yes, you are going to get this one. But I was expecting it to say like next week or something. You see, that was my expectation because I thought it had been going on long enough already. So July, August time. So that's why it's taking so long, right? Okay. It, purely, it purely has to do with um, all the stuff that's been going on. The position didn't need to be filled till July, August anyway. So they've given themselves plenty of time. So don't panic. Okay. Yeah. So funny. And, and the funny thing <laughs> is, is, this week or next week is when they're supposed to be getting back. There you go. Which is funny is you just said next week, which is really funny. I'm like, I, oh, my I God. Was exactly. I was expecting, I'm thinking, hang on a minute. What's what's all the delay here? Because it's got all the first three cards around the other way. And I'm like, this didn't feel right. So that makes sense now. So they're supposed to be getting back to you next week or the week after. Right. You all leave Liza. I nearly called you Lisa there. Liza. Right. Yeah. I would put your game face on, girl. Get up and start shifting some energy. Right. Vacuum the floor. Move any rubbish. Clear the house out. Right? Get rid of all the crap. Make some space for it in your life. Okay. Okay. Let's get the girl on. Boss <laughs> <laughs> girl. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in, Liza. Keep it Thank touch. you so much. No problem. Bye. 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 
And um, Lara, how when when you're working on a job and you're an empath, and that job is not where you you, you should be, how does it affect you if you're an empath? Well. <sighs> As you can see, but I'm an empath, right? And the timing didn't correlate, and I, and I felt a very funny feeling. You know, that kind of, like, it's weird. I was expecting it to turn up then. So as a, an empath, if we're in a type of job, right, when it doesn't feel right and it's not going to sit right, it doesn't matter how much anybody's trying to convince you otherwise by telling you that's going to happen or you're going to get this amount of money. If it doesn't feel right, it's not right, all right? I've also got another thing that if you have to ask the question, then something doesn't feel right about it as well. Yes, but then if you push yourself into staying somewhere that doesn't feel right, that's when an empath might have health issues. Yes, it's like the system takes a bit of a battering, doesn't it? Right, Mm -hmm. so... Um, you can develop health issues as a result of that because it's a bit like being continually open to everything, isn't it? So, and then mm-hmm. running through hellfire, right? And then wondering why at the other side that we are knackered, that we feel that we're um, in adrenal failure, right? Or fatigue or feeling that we're, we're suddenly suffering from health issues because our body is literally a shield taking it all the time for us. So, and how do you protect yourself from something like that? When you are an empath, how do you separate yourself from external things that are affecting your health or your wellness or your mind or your happiness? How do you know which one is your and which one is not? You've got to develop the ability to pretend you don't care. <laughs> right. And that, it really is, it is that easy. Now, I was lucky because my dad, well, I, I've learned that he's, he's actually more intuitive than he let people, let people on. He's an engineer, very logical brain man. You know, I would sit and have conversations with him and he would tell me, Lana, you're a mind of useless information, right? And I'll get really hurt and I'd get upset and cry and then he'd be like, what are you crying for and that, you know? So you could say he was almost quite, he's very logical, at times very psychopathic about stuff. But mum, on the other hand, She's very empathic, right? So you've got a bit of a degree more understanding where she was concerned. And it's not always that way around. I quite often know that women can be like that, you know, the, the, you know, the other way around and not be the empathic one and vice versa. So it's not related to just because you're male or female. It's about how you process information, about how your brain's wired, basically. And really the whole being an empath thing um, is there's discussions going on out there that perhaps being an empath is actually the way that we've evolved into the next stage of the human being, right? But quite simply, you will feel like you're dying in a lot of situations, right? Unless you tell yourself not to care. You actually have to upload it to yourself, right? Not to care, to learn to cut things before they get too far. Because as an empath, God, don't you know it? When we go too far, we get too caring. We get too involved in other people's business. We give, 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 give. And then inevitably, without a shadow of a doubt, you get the person or people that you've been giving to suddenly cut you off, suddenly start talking disrespectfully around about you. They will do anything other than let other people see that they've needed all this help from you, from somebody else, right? And they'll cut you and then they'll move on anyway. 
So to stop things like that happening, to stop you feeling the hurt, the rejection, or even the ill health, because quite simply, if you're in the firing line for too long, it starts to make you feel ill, is developing the ability to upload to yourself, to cut things and pretend that you don't care. It's called being counterintuitive, really, right? We have to do with counterintuitive in order to self-preserve. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So let's see what this other caller has here. So welcome to see you. Can I have your first name and where are you calling us from? Hi, Utah, um, Arizona. And your name is? Lisa. Ah, oh, sorry, Lisa from Arizona. Welcome. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. You're very, very welcome. talking to y'all. So yeah, how, how are you? Are you okay? I, I have a question, if you don't, if you don't mind, please. Yeah, no problem. It's a, Finally. Thank you. It's a, it's a, it's a love question. Um, love dash friendship. So I have a male friend, starting with the L, starting with the letter L. Uh, I hope that I, I I'm, I'm putting him in my mind. I can see him. Y'all can see him. Excuse me. Um, now. I know he's been a little bit emotional, unstable, because things going around his life. But do you see us like in the nearby, sometime, uh, coming together to to communicate, to talk, to talk to each other, face to face? Okay, okay, right. Thank you very much for your time. That's okay. It sounds like and feels like you've actually had, you know, quite a journey where this is concerned. And I feel that, I mean, I do feel you, Lisa. I feel that you care for this man very much, but he's, he feels like he's keeping himself distant to you, right? And and whatever he's telling you, they feel like at times that the, he's giving you excuses rather than reasons. Yes. Right. What star sign are you? He's a Leo, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, he's a Leo. Right, okay. Leos can be hard work, just so you know. They get very involved with themselves, so they do. But um, it does say here that he has a, a, an underlying depression problem, by the look of it. So he over-processes. He can be quite selfish at times, by the look of it. But you as a Scorpio, of course, you, you need the tactile stuff. You need the hugs and the cuddles and the intimacy, you know, and the closeness. Right, so it's very much opposing, but it's not unusual for Leos and Scorpios to, to, to connect, even though astrology would tell you they're the opposite, right, and probably to stay away. I know a lot of them together, so actually it works out really quite well. It does look like you, you are going to be meeting and connecting, all right, with this, but I also see you stepping into your power, right, and making that non-negotiable, all right. There's no excuses here. There's no, you can't wait a week, two weeks just to see whether he's ready or not. It's now or never. Do or die, as I say. Okay. Right. So, Lisa, step in, it's good to step into your power. New moon is a new beginning, right? And it may send you off into a bit of a quandary. I don't feel, I feel he's a bit disconnected within himself, right? And really, he's, he's just needing that stability, basically. He seems to have lost his faith right, either in life or with, with relationships in the past, and he's struggling to make that connection with the relationship at the moment because he fears loss before it actually happens. Okay. Um, does that, does that make sense? It makes, it makes sense. Um, 
So uh, I'm going to work on that, and hopefully you can see uh, us grouping together. Do you see that? Do you see us grouping together? The whole yes, conversation? I see you together, Lisa, so don't give up. Did you have a time frame, please? Please, and that's all, ladies. Now, very good. Very good. Oh, my gosh. Well, we've picked a Leo. Well, it's, it's July, August, when you're together, together. That's beautiful. I will keep you posted, and I will do good. what I said. Uh, good. Lots of blessings. Yes, ma'am. Lots of blessings to you as well. Take care. Take care. For you. Thank you so much. Bye. And you know, Lara, that's exactly Hector and I. He's a Leo and I am a Scorpio. And we have 30 years of marriage. So, yeah, it's doable. I, I know. And you know what? If you were to go to astrologers like, you know, Leo, Scorpio, up front, and anybody that knows they'll go, ooh, you know, that's not meant to be. But I know a few of them and they work really, really well. Like you and your husband, exactly 30 years. Now, that's a relationship, isn't it? That's <laughs> That's, that's yeah, nice. so, yeah. So and and I like it because you know both of us having a strong personalities character. I like that. I like I like that he has his opinion and I have mine. And even and we are in communion, but he will never think the same as I do in terms of yeah. We see the world from different angles. So I'm never expecting him to agree with what I think, but in a way, we are in communion with the whole concept. But if we argue about, no, things have to be black, and he's always green, and I'm always black, and, and if I want him to see the black, he will never. So I... That's a part of the respect that I have to have in my relationship is understand that he will always come from the other uh, side of the table, and mm-hmm. we are going to sit in the same table, but he's going to come from the other side, and it might drive me crazy because I want him to come through the other the side of the table with me, but it's doable, so... Definitely. I think that's wonderful that you both respect each other's viewpoints and acknowledge the fact that it's okay to be different. You know, it's okay to be different in a relationship. If you have too much the same, it doesn't go very well anyway. Yeah, I think we would be bored. So Exactly. So we were talking about that. When when we are when you're an empath and you have a relationship, most of the things that you're gonna have with your um relationship, you're gonna feel them. So what are your recommendations for an empath in a relationship to have a healthy relationship with a significant other? Um, well, I think it's really important to be with somebody that actually respects, the, when you're saying about respecting each other's points of view and, you know, you come from a different place, like you're always going to be black and white and he's always going to be 50 shades of grey, you know, or blue or <laughs> Exactly. Then being an empath is important Empaths often attract psychopaths. Uh oh. Yeah, I often find that um, when I get somebody as a client, you know, with relationship issues, right, you look a little bit harder, you realize that they're actually empathic and they've fallen for the opposite end of the spectrum, which, in the, you know, is usually the, the psychopath. So they appear very unfeeling, uncaring, you know, like the opposites attract. And it can pose mm-hmm. some very 
interesting difficulties in relationships because inevitably the empath ends up in the corner rocking backwards and forwards all you know very emotional and crying not because they're not able to understand that the psychopath person don't quite feel to the depth that they do and the difficulty that the because you get like 17 different types of psychopaths they're not all murderers by the way Many doctors are psychopaths because of their ability to be very cold and work things out, but they can also show empathy, if that makes sense, you know, with their patients and stuff. It doesn't mean that they're empathic, right? And they can do that objectively, subjectively, you know, that sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. and often you speak to the partner and they are tearing their hair out because they can't understand why their partner's so emotional about everything all the time. And everything, you know, if you listen to an empath, they never actually say something black and white, they usually give a big conversation and a walk around the garden path in Nick Door's garden and down the street, then back up. By the time they got to the point, right, the other person's lost the will to live. So these <laughs> are very clear differences in an empathic, um, in an empathic person's relationship is that the other person doesn't always go in deep in debt to things all the time. And they don't process things so deeply all the time. So it can cause a little bit of friction. So how to get round about that is, how I was saying before, is learning. And it takes daily to upload to yourself. Like if you find yourself getting emotional and feel like you're getting in deep in a certain way and your thoughts are going in with that as well, is to have the, the ability to go stop. A bit like the Green Cross Road, right, I would call it, where you stop at the pavement, you know, the road, the sidewalk, you know, the <laughs> there's a, a brick there, you know, of maybe a few inches before you're actually stepping on the sidewalk. So you stop, look and listen. It's a very good thing to actually take on board as an empath that if you feel yourself getting over expanded in that empathic way and feelings and emotions and it's derailing you somehow, then you have the ability to go stop, look, listen. So you stop, take on board what's happening and ask yourself whether at that point does it really matter? Right? Is the world going to end or is somebody going to die as a result of it? It's quite a a good measuring technique, right, of survival when it comes to being an empath. Because if you don't have, if you're not able to do that, right, you feel as an empath that your survival could possibly be limited by getting out of hand in some way. Isn't that right, Claudia? At some point, if you don't have some measure of control over it or upload some some techniques that give you a framework to keep you aligned, then we could you could get a bit overwhelmed and swamped. It is, yeah, it is, and 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 yes, and 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 as you say, it's something that we need to learn to stop doing. Is it's to stop and think and get it out, get outside of that, and 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 don't care. That's right. You know, Ben said something interesting to me the other day, and I was saying this because it's recent. You know, I'm constantly help, help, helping. And then I'll get myself in a place where I feel like I'm just like, oh, I've got no energy left. Oh, my God. You know, because it's like morning, noon, and night. And the minute I wake up in the morning to the minute I go to sleep in the night time, even, you know, still on my phone helping people. And, I, you know, you get some situations that you're like well it's it's my duty you know as an empath to be able to deal with that but he would say to me he said what was it he said to me god it's just gone right out of my head now he would, he would say <laughs> why, why should i and you know what? i stopped uh-huh. Claudia, and i thought you know i've actually never said that to myself right i'm often saying let's give it a go or why the hell not but i never say to myself 
why should I? Give me a reason why I should. Right? Because yeah. other people, as an empath, if you're surrounded by people that are non-empaths, they will take, take, take. Right? They will take. And so you have to have a measuring system of, you know, upload of why should I? Right? Those words were really good. Why should I? I put them into practice yesterday with something and I felt much better. Why should I? And do it with a yeah. smile on your face as well. So it kind of makes you have a higher vibe energy with that. Why should I? Not not that I should all the time or other people have a really good way of making you feel like you should, but why should I? Try that. See how you get on. Thank you. So, yeah, we're going to try that. And we have reached the end of today's show. It, it went yes. pretty fast. So is there a, a, something else that you want to mention? Or can you let us know how people can contact you? Right. Well, yeah, you can go to my Facebook page. Um, let my, follow me at Lara Wells. Um, and it's under Lara Wells Live. And, you know, join me in some of my lives over there as well. Um, email me at larawells at me.com and um, yeah, I'm on Instagram as well at larawells TV um, and YouTube at larawells. It just it sounds like larawells all the time, doesn't it? I feel like I'm getting older. <laughs> yeah, larawells, larawells. <laughs> I'm going to change my name. <laughs> <laughs> no, then now that we finally got it, now you're going to change. Don't do that. I know. I just feel like Madonna and Lara. I know. Or, or Kylie, Lara, probably not. Lara Wells, I know. Maybe I'll just have to get married and change my last name now so I get to say a different name. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lara, thank you for being here. Thank you for bringing all of this knowledge and all of these uh, suggestions and guidelines for in people empaths, intuitive, like, like yourself. And thank you for all the callers and listeners. And we will be waiting for them to let us know what happened? But don't you ever always want to know what happened to this or that? Well, it would be yeah, lovely to have them back. One of those professions that you don't hear that until they come back to have another reading again, and then they tell you, oh, that happened and that happened, but they never think to tell you before then. Yeah. So let so us know. Or send a message on Facebook message letting us know what happened. Yeah, well, I'm used to never hearing until about six months down the line or a year down the line, right? I don't look for it, if you know what I mean. It kind of, um, they come back in anyway and then they tell you. But it would be nice sometime, wouldn't it, just for them just to say, oh, I'm going to phone you or contact you just to let you know this has happened. That would be nice, yeah, as well. I just never focus on it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, thank you again for being here, and I will be talking to you soon. And thank you, everybody, for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye.